Welcome to the City Point Podcast. For more information, please visit us online at citypoint.tv or our Facebook page, City Point Church. Psalm 82.8 says, Rise up, O God, and judge the earth, for all the nations belong to you. Joel 1.14 says, Announce a time of fasting, call the people together for a solemn meeting. Bring the elders and all the people of the land into the temple of the Lord your God and cry out to him there. The word solemn meeting, in other versions, either a sacred assembly, a solemn assembly, a special meeting. And that's exactly what we're doing today. We're calling a meeting. We're calling a sacred assembly. And I believe today that all of heaven is holding a court case today for us. That as we worshiped and as we meet together today, that we're joining heaven and earth together right now. That today is a special day. Today is a special meeting. You look around and there's people that aren't that are usually here that aren't here but I believe that that God has specifically ordained each of you to be here in this moment if you're here it's for a reason it's not because you didn't have anything else to do today everyone let's stand and we're gonna pray let's stand let's stand we're standing because if the president were to walk in here they would have you stand up if you were in England you would be standing when she walks in. When a bride walks in for her wedding day, you stand up. So how much more should we be standing for the King of Kings right now as we welcome him in? So let's pray. We don't need music. We don't need instruments. We don't need anything up here to to make us feel emotional to ask God to come in here. It's, this, this isn't about emotion. This is about the Holy Spirit coming into this place. So I, let's all cry out to the Lord. And just like I tell the youth, it's important for you to speak. You have to speak. You have to. The enemy can't hear your thoughts. He can't read your mind. So it's important that when we pray, we speak it. We have the power of life and death in our tongue. So right now, whether you scream or you say it quietly to yourself, we're all going to speak and welcome the Holy Spirit because we want all of hell to tremble. And we want all of hell to know that today we're serious, that today there's no more. I believe the Lord wants to mark you. And I heard it. Three different times this morning, one in a worship song, one another time someone had said something in another time today. And I believe the Lord is saying he wants to mark us. He wants to mark us. That there have been some of us, some of you in this room, that maybe you're leaders. Actually, you are leaders. I feel like the Lord is saying you've been dabbling in sin for too long And the word that God actually gave me, because I've been preparing, and I'm telling you what, 
have been begging God, God, give me a word, give me a word. And the only thing that I could really even come up with or even hear the Lord was, was he said to either rise up or move out of the way. So there's some leaders in this place that if you don't rise up, the Lord is going to move you out of the way. He's going to move you. He's going to move you. And I'm, I just want us to welcome the Holy Spirit here. So everyone, this is what we do in youth. We're going to raise our hands out. We raise our hands because we want to receive what the Lord has from us. We raise our hands because that's what children do when they want mommy and daddy to pick them up. We're asking Holy Spirit to pick us up today. Holy Spirit, we welcome you here today. We ask you to speak, Lord, that your servants are listening, Jesus. Speak, Lord, your servants are listening, God. Speak, Lord. Lord, if anyone came in here with heart in heart today, Jesus, we ask you to soften it right now, Lord. We ask you, Jesus. We ask you, Jesus, to come. We're here for you and you alone, Lord. We're not here for good music. We're not here to, to tell jokes to our friends. We're, Lord, we're here for you and you alone, Jesus. And, and God, we ask you to come. We ask you to come, Jesus, and have your way in our hearts, have your way in our minds, have your way, Jesus. Lord, some of us have been looking at things that we don't need to look at. Some of us have been listening to things that we don't need to listen to. Some of us have been talking about things we don't need to talk about. Some of us have been entertaining demonic thoughts. And Lord, we pray that today enough is enough. Lord, I pray, God, that you would have your way, Jesus. Holy Spirit, speak to us, Jesus. And we ask you this in your mighty name. Amen. You guys are welcome to be seated. Man, isn't that amazing that the Lord would come and sit with us today, right? Because he's here, and some of you may have, have felt it differently, and you may not realize that you're feeling the Holy Spirit. You may get the, the goosies, or you might get, you know, you, my heart starts racing sometimes, and I'm like, Ooh, I feel like I just drank a Red Bull in a in an IV or something, I don't know. Um, but <laughs> he's here. And it's okay that, you know, maybe you don't feel the Holy Spirit the same way as your neighbor. That doesn't mean that you don't feel him. Doesn't mean that he hasn't come and reached out to your heart today because he's in this room and he's reaching out to every one of us. And he's knocking at the door Today, he's knocking at our door, and he wants you to open up and let him in. He wants you to open the door to him. I have prayed and fasted and studied and wept for every single one of you. 
And I don't believe that God wastes tears. When, when there's a, a burning in your spirit, the Lord is going to use it. And the Lord wants to put a fire in all of you today. And there's some of you that have been dealing with depression, anxiety, suicidal thoughts. Some of you, it's a cause because of your sin. And others of you, you're getting attacked because you're doing the right thing. So today, we're going to rise up. We're going to rise up and be who God's called us to be. There's a lot on my heart and, and God's heart for you. Psalm 119, 1 through 11. So stay with me because we're going to read it. <laughs> like that sound. (laughs) Psalm 119, 1 through 11, it says, joyful are people of integrity who follow the instructions of the Lord. That's his word. That's the Bible. Joyful are those who obey his laws and search for him with all their hearts. They do not compromise with evil and they walk only in his paths. You have charged us to keep your commandments carefully. Oh, that my actions would consistently reflect your decrees. Then I will not be ashamed when I compare my life with your commands. As I learn your righteous regulations, I will thank you by living as I should. I will obey your decrees. Please don't give up on me. How can a young person stay pure? By obeying your word. I have tried hard to find you. Don't let me wander from your commands. And we all know this one. I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. If you have not read Psalm 119, you really should. Um, just in what we read, you know... Whenever I see, whenever you see people who have a purity problem, that's a word problem. When you see people who have a problem with sinning, that's a word problem. Because right here it says, I have hidden your word in my heart so that I might not sin against you. God, I've, I've studied and I've I've. I've searched for you, and I've put that word in my heart. I meditated on it day and night so that when the enemy comes in, I'm not going to sin against you because I have it hidden in my heart. That's what that's saying. So I'm telling you right now that if you have a problem and you can't seem to shake free of a sin that has you so easily entangled, that has you kept away from the Holy Spirit. Maybe you're dealing with anger. Maybe you're dealing with offense. And I'm telling you, offense is straight from hell. It's straight from the pit of hell. Isn't it just like the devil to say, oh, hey, 
that person looked at you wrong. Or, oh, hey, they didn't welcome you. Or, oh, hey, they didn't put a smiley face when they sent a text message to you. How dare they send an exclamation point? (gasps) Don't they know I could take that wrong? What? What? But I'm telling you that I've been spending time in the Holy Spirit, and you could probably slap me in the face right now, and I'd be like, praise the Lord. I'm for real. When you're in your word and you're spending time with God, you can't walk around offended. You can't walk around angry. You can't walk in sin when you're praying in the Holy Spirit. I believe I'm looking at at warriors right now. I'm not even going off of my nose. (laughs) I just, Holy Spirit. But if you haven't read the story of Gideon, you may, you may think that you're nothing. You may think, oh, I'm, I don't have a calling on my life. I never get the microphone. I don't lead worship. I don't have a place in this, in this church. But when, when the Holy Spirit came to Gideon, he wasn't doing anything. He said, mighty hero. And Gideon's like, you talking to me? You know, like he's in, the, in a, a thing by himself, and he's just like, all right. I don't think they were talking to me. (laughs) But that's what the Lord is saying to you today, mighty hero. Is that God has callings on each of your life. But I'm telling you right now, if you don't rise up and you don't get in your word, you don't pray and you don't fast and you don't seek God's face and you don't try and attempt to hear him. Because sometimes we don't hear him because we're not trying. We're not waiting on his response. We just want it microwavable. We want some popcorn in two minutes. And the Lord is saying, I want you to sit in my presence because I want to take some things off of you. I want to break some things off of you. And I've been praying, God, take the things that I don't see out of my life. We don't see everything Proverbs 3.1 says, my child, never forget the things I have taught you. Store my commands in your heart. Proverbs 23.12, commit yourself to instruction. Listen carefully to words of knowledge. Proverbs 35, every word of God proves true. He is a shield to all who come to him for protection. Hebrews 4.12 For the word of God is living and active, sharper than a two-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. And it says it judges the thoughts and the attitudes of the heart. And I kept, every time I would pray, every time I would listen to something, every time the Lord, the, the words I just kept hearing, judge, judge, judge. The Lord is our judge. And today, I believe heaven heaven is waiting to see what we do. And this may not be what you expected today. It may not be how 
you thought things were going to be ran. It may not be a word that, that you wanted to hear, but I'm telling you it's a word from the Holy Spirit. And God, all of heaven is waiting to see what we do, to see what path we choose, to see if we're going to leave here and allow the enemy to easily entangle us. It says easily. It's so easy. It's the easy road. It's easy to please your flesh. It's easy to go out and get drunk. It's easy to smoke weed and get high. It's easy to do heroin. It's easy to go and take the easy way out. Easy, 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 lemon squeezy. <laughs> it's easy. It's hard to fast. It's hard. It's hard to pray when you're tired and you've been cleaning up the same mess five times a day. And it's hard when, when you have to go here and do this and, and help this person and do that and check on so-and-so. And we get caught up. But I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit has called you to get in your secret place. Get in your secret place. Get on your knees. He doesn't want you to just read the verse of the day on the, your little iPhone app to, to make, make you feel like you did something. That's what we do. I, I'm guilty of it. I'm like, oh, Lord, I didn't read today. I got to turn on my oh, verse of the day. That's good enough. It's true. But God wants more than just our last thought. He wants to be the thing we think about when we wake up. He wants to be the thing we talk about when we're on the road. He wants to be the person that we go to when we're angry. He wants to be the person that you go to when you're happy. He wants to be the person that you go to when you can't believe that Sharon said this about you. And I can't believe, I got to call my mama and tell her what they just said. I got to go here. I can't believe my best friend ain't return. I don't know this and this. I can't believe my sister. I can't believe my husband. I can't believe. Oh my goodness. But the Lord wants to hear it. He wants to hear your complaints. He wants you to go to him when you're angry. He wants you to go to him when you have good news. I'm telling y'all, I wake up and I'm like, Holy Spirit, what should I wear today? I'm for real. I'm like, should I have hot cocoa or should I have French vanilla? You think I'm playing? I'm not playing. I'm like, Lord, blue scarf or purple scarf? I'm telling y'all, talk to him. All you got to do is, is train your mind to be aware that he's with you. That he's with you 24-7. He's there when you wake up. He's there watching over you when you go to bed. He's there when we're watching things we shouldn't watch. He's there when we're listening to trash we shouldn't be listening to. And he wants to be a part of your day. He wants to, he, he wants to be like, like he's sitting in the passenger seat all day. Sometimes I wake up and I'm like, Holy Spirit, what are you doing today? I want to be a part of your day. 
I want to go where you want to go today. Who are you going to visit today, Holy Spirit? Yesterday, um, Tommy does like flag football and crown point and stuff at the Dome. And I'm telling y'all, these boys don't, not only do they not believe in Jesus, they loathe him. Not love, loathe. That's hate. They're GDing all day, all the whole time, and I feel like sometimes they're making sure I hear it, you know? And uh, this guy got hurt, and Holy Spirit was like, go pray for him. I'm like, Lord. <laughs> I was like, hold up. I literally, I probably sat there for 20 minutes talking to God about this. I was like, all right, Lord, listen, listen. He does not like you. <laughs> okay, so if I do pray for him, you're going to have to do something. Because, you know, I don't really care about me. They already think I'm a freak, you know. But, but like, for, for your namesake, like, you're going to have to do something. And so I'm just like, oh, the Lord's just like, Hannah, don't worry about it. I, I'm going to do what I want to do. You just be obedient. You just be obedient. I just kept hearing that. Just be obedient. Just be obedient. Just be obedient. Every time I'd open my mouth, I'd be like, Lord, but this, just be obedient. Lord, but he's going to think I'm crazy. Just be obedient. Lord, but what if you don't heal him? Just be obedient. And and so I, 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 after that whole after that whole fiasco, I went up and I was like, Hey, hey, you don't know me. <laughs> you know that really awkward. You're like, I don't know where to start. And I'm like, I'm so I'm a Christian. <laughs> hey. And uh I God wants me to pray for you. And like his face just lit up. And he was like, Really? And I'm like, Yes, he did. Yes, he he wants me to pray for you. Can I do it right now? <laughs> so, so I prayed for him, and he it was just so awesome. He's like, I feel better already. Where's my flags? <laughs> and but the Holy Spirit touched him, and it may not have been a physical touch, which I believe it will. But I the 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 moral of the story is. He just wanted me to be obedient, and he'll take care of the rest. And God, I'm telling y'all, after, after I was obedient, I just felt more free than I have ever in, in years. I was just like, man, Holy Spirit, I just feel you. I just feel your love. I feel your compassion. I'm looking at these people that are like, oh, the, I mean, they're just like cussing Jesus the whole game. And I'm like, Jesus, I'm, I'm like, what has he got to do with this flag football game? You know, and <laughs> so they're just doing that. And I'm like, all of a sudden you see people different. And the Lord wants us to be obedient. And I believe that today is, is we're just, we're on this precipice and we're, we're waiting. And heaven's waiting in the balance to see how you respond today. And the Holy Spirit is saying, if you will just obey me. If you will just obey me, I've got it all. I've got it all in control, but just obey me. And just like the Holy Spirit told me yesterday to just be obedient, the Lord is saying to you today, just be obedient.
Just be obedient. Just be obedient. Because we can read and we can study. And when I first gave my heart to the Lord, um, I didn't have a set amount that I would read. But what I would do is I would read it, and the amount that I knew I could apply to my life, that's how much I read. It's that easy. It's that easy. You open it up. You read something. And if you can't apply a chapter to your life, just read it and ask Holy Spirit to speak to you. Because he will. And I'm not saying only read a verse a day. But I'm saying it's time that we stop. It's time that we stop walking around almost like, like, like know-it-alls. I've been saved for 97 years, and I've been going to the Baptist Pentecost. I don't know. You, we have that attitude. That almost to the point where we're not teachable. What does so-and-so know? I've been a Christian two years longer. <laughs> Even though so-and-so has been in their word every day. But the Lord is saying, just be obedient to him today. I want us to take a time. Let's just close our eyes and examine ourselves. When was the last time that you got together, just you and God? The last time. Just close your eyes and I want you to really search your heart. When's the last time you got together, just you and Holy Spirit, and you, you were spending time with him, talking to him, crying out to him, praying for your neighbor? Church, church in this doesn't count. Sunday doesn't count in this. Your city circle doesn't count. I'm talking about just you and the Lord, you, sat, you sit there and you say, Holy Spirit, you take time, you get your coffee, you get your, your little honey bun, and you, you go and, and you sit down. And maybe, you, maybe some of you are going to have to leave the house and go sit in your car for an hour. But I feel like the Holy Spirit is saying today, do whatever you have to do. It's a, it's a, a need. It's, we need to need the Holy Spirit like we need our next breath, like we need the oxygen in this place, that we need the air to breathe. We, that's how we need to, to, we need to want the Holy Spirit. And if you don't remember the last time that you've spent time with the Lord, it's time to rise up. If, if you don't remember the last time that he walked into your room and you just said, Holy Spirit, I don't, e I, I don't even know. Why me? Holy Spirit, speak to our hearts today. Speak to our hearts, Lord. Stir a, a supernatural hunger in us today, God, for your presence, for your word. Rise up warriors out of us.
you can open your eyes. Coming here and going to a church doesn't just make us a Christian. And I know we know that, but sometimes we don't know it. We know it, but we don't. Because we're like, oh, I just got to get to church. And it's good that this is a safe haven. This needs to be a place where we're encouraged. This needs to be a place where you're lifted up and your spirit is loved on and encouraged and but I'm telling you that coming to this place won't make you a Christian any more than sitting in your garage will make you a car you can sit in your garage all day and you're not going to become a car you can come here every Sunday for the next 15 years but if you yourself you don't Leave here and say, all right, Holy Spirit, how, how do I do this? How do I? I'm telling you, when I first really became serious about the Lord, I didn't know what I was doing. I would pray to the Lord. I'd be like, okay, Lord, I'm here. Um, I know I'm supposed to pray to you. And they said that I'm supposed to just talk to you, um, like how I would talk to my friend. So this is kind of like what I do, you know. And I would just say, okay, uh, speak to me. And it was so awkward, you know. You probably wouldn't have wanted to be there. You'd be like, wow, this kid, <laughs> she's really awkward. But I'm telling you, you don't have to have the words to say. You, it doesn't have to be some elaborate prayer. You don't have to put on a show for the Holy Spirit. You just have to say, Holy Spirit, come, and he'll come into your room, whether you feel it or not. Sometimes I don't feel him. Sometimes we're in a place and we're like, Holy Spirit, where are you? Why have you abandoned me? But he hasn't. He hasn't. He never will. He never will. It's time we get in our secret place. It's time we get alone with him. Alone with him. Alone with him. Y'all, I'm telling you, these teenagers, they understand it. They understand what it means to be in the power of the Holy Spirit. They know what it means to study their word and to show themselves approved. They know what it means. I have been so encouraged by them. I have been just, they don't, they, I wish I could explain. But I'm telling you right now that, that the Lord is raising them up. You wouldn't believe some of the things that they go through at school. Maybe they're not telling you mom and dad, but pray for them. Pray for them. You got to pray for your children. Deuteronomy it says, talk about the Lord while you're on the road. Talk about him day and night. Talk about him when you're going here. Talk about him when you're grocery shopping. Give, give the Lord an opportunity in your home. Complaining has, has clogged the, the flow of the spirit in your home. The vessel a lot of you are like, well, I pray and I seek God 
but nothing's happening. But the moment you open your mouth, the moment you open your mouth, you, you've just done away with, with all your prayer. You've done away with the word. And God wants to raise us up as people of faith, not people who see our circumstances. Because I'm telling y'all, these past couple of weeks, they've been rough for us. And I'm just like, wow, that's crazy. And then the next day, you're just like, wow, that's crazy. And then the next day, you're like, wow. <laughs> that, that's like all I can say, you know. Different things going on with our house and then our car and then the one car that we had went and start. And then it was just all these things at once. At once. It was like the enemy came in like a flood. That's what the Bible says. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of God will raise up a standard against him. That's what it says. And I'm telling you that we had water soaked up in our mattresses. And I'm just like, I have peace. Hallelujah. We just have, you just have, I, I wasn't even like upset because, of, you know what? The Holy Spirit wants to take us and he wants to change our hearts from being so focused on, Lord, you got to, Lord, you got to free me from this anger. Lord, you got to do, I'm praying like my grandma. Lord, you got to, Lord, you got to, she would make us come in the living room, my Nana. She would say, Lord, she'd get off the phone with somebody and all you hear was, Lord, and you'd be like, okay, we're coming, Nana. She, y'all get on your knees. Get on your knees. Hannah, come over here. And I'm like, okay, come over here. She said, come on, get on your knees. Get on your, some of y'all need to do this in your house. She said, get on your knees. Lord, we just pray for Karen. I don't, there might be a Karen here. Lord, we pray for Karen. She said, Karen, not Karen. Lord, have your way. Lord, we, I mean, she would just start crying out. We'd be looking at each other like, how long we going to be here? And I'm like, I was on my way to the bathroom. And she said, Hannah, get in here. You just hear, Lord. I'm telling y'all, I only heard my grandma pray in the spirit um, one of the last times I, I saw her. But she made a lasting impression on us. She would call us together. Get in here, y'all. You didn't have to pray, but she was going to pray while you were in the room. Your kids may not want to pray. They may not want to come to church. They may not want to hear what you have to say and what the Holy Spirit's speaking to you for them. But I'm telling you, you press in. You press in. You press in. You're the head. You're the head of the family. But if you don't, they will. They will. I remember growing up, and I was, I was divorced. Or I was divorced. <laughs> My, I grew up in a divorced family. <laughs> I'm going to get it. <laughs> um, 
my family was divorced, and I remember sometimes I would have to be the spiritual head at 13, 14, 15 years old. I would get so mad. I, w- I would. I would get so mad. I'd be like, Lord, why do I have to pray? Why do I have to have to seek you? Why do I have to be the one to do this? Why is it always me? Why can't someone else go to you? And the Lord just began to change my heart. And I believe that's why I'm standing before you right now. It's not because I'm anything special. It's not because I'm gifted. You know what? I I don't really, I'm not someone that likes to talk in the microphone in front of people. I took speech and I would be shaking and I'm like, I'm going to throw up. This is this was me in speech class. I just want to see. I just want to see. <laughs> I just need a pass. <laughs> um, but the Holy Spirit is calling us to get in our secret place. If you need to, I'm telling you, I'm going to come up here so I can see the folks in the back. I'm telling you, some of y'all, we're, the service isn't going to be super long because I want us to be able to get in this altar and get a word from the Lord for ourselves. It's time for us to rise up. Some of you are going to leave here and the Lord's going to tell you to fast. He's, he's going to tell you, you need to fast. You need to get some junk out of your life. You need to get maybe some people out of your life. God, God's going to tell you to do certain things. And he's saying, just be obedient. I don't want to tell you a list of things to do. I don't want to tell you, hey, you need to read five chapters a day. You need to pray to the east in the morning and to the west at night. You need to raise your right hand and do the hokey pokey and turn yourself around. No, the Holy Spirit works out our salvation. The Holy Spirit is what's going to speak to you when you wake up. He's going to tell you what to get out of your life. He's going to tell you what to read. He's going to tell you how to pray, who to pray for. He's going to tell you and speak to you. And I think sometimes we're too dependent on the person up here to give us a word like, okay, what should I do this week? All right. No, he wants to speak to you. He wants to speak to your heart. He wants to speak to your family. He wants to use you. He wants to use you, Fabian and Caden. Carter, Riley, Ethan. I don't know if Kyle's here. Kyle. He wants to use you. There's not a single service where I haven't seen all of them raise their hand. Their school is a battlefield. The things that I hear, it's not the students, it's the teachers. It's the coaches, the people that are supposed to be there for them to run to are degrading them and tearing them down, telling them they're worthless, making them do other exercises that are harder than the whole rest of the team because they're Christian, because they won't do things that the other students will do because they don't like it when the coaches cuss at them. Maybe some of you at work 
are, are being persecuted. I use that word lightly. We're not getting killed. Maybe some of you are being treated differently. But the Holy Spirit wants to give you a fresh anointing. He wants to renew you. He wants to renew your mind. And we're not going to get to this place where the Holy Spirit has for us until we are searching for him and seeking his heart for ourselves. I don't rely on my husband to go to the throne room of God and to get a word for me. God wants us to take our focus off of trying not to sin to not sinning because we're focused on him. He wants to take your focus. Some of us, you love God so much and you can't get free and you're just like, oh, today I'm going to do it. Today I'm not going to lie. Today I'm not going to lie. Today I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. And then you lie and you're like, okay, maybe I'll just try tomorrow. But the Holy Spirit... Yeah, we do that. You mess up on a fast, you're like, oh, okay, I guess I'll just eat this cake then because I already messed it up. I'm just going to drink this coffee. I'm going to eat this steak. You know, you mess up one time. But (laughs) it's so funny. We're so like that. We're so flawed. And we mess up. We mess up. One of my favorite people in the Bible One of my favorite stories is David. If you read the Bible, which you will after today, because we're going to pray that the Holy Spirit places a supernatural hunger inside of your heart and your spirit. But David, he, um, if you don't know, David was a king. And how he sinned was he saw Bathsheba on the rooftop taking a bath. And he said, okay, Go get her. She's mine. She was married. Her husband was one of David's best warriors. He had him killed after he slept with this man's wife. Okay? He had him murdered. And and then David, you know, he was praying for the baby. And just long story short, he sinned. But the Lord still says David was a man after his own heart. And sometimes I'm just like, Lord, how in the world would a man who saw someone else's wife taking a bath, murdered, murdered her husband? Think of the news. You know, like that would be a crazy storm. We're like, I can't believe that person claims to be a Christian. For real. I would be like, "Uh uh-uh, you better not say Jesus' name. Sometimes I'm like, no, you didn't just say that. Start over. (laughs) But what, why the Lord says that is you read later on when David's an old man. And this story brings tears to my eyes. David was an old man. And he was cold. And they went and they got beautiful girl, a beautiful servant to to lay next to him and keep him warm. And I'm telling you what, after the one time David sinned, he never did it again. 
That's why he was a man after God's own heart. As an old man, he could have commanded anyone. He could have raped her. He could have done whatever he wanted. But his heart was set on the Lord. He turned. You can read it. You can read it. It says David was an old man, and he was about to die, and he was cold, and they had a young woman lay next to him to keep him warm. But David had repented. David's eyes were fixed on the Lord. He wasn't focused on trying not to sin. He just loved God so much that sin wasn't even an option. Sin wasn't even a thought. And tonight and today, God wants to free us. He wants to free you. Some of you are leaders and you've been messing in stuff that you don't need to mess with. You've been doing things you don't need to do. And the Lord is saying, rise up or move out of the way. You choose. You choose if God is going to use you today. Today, you choose. And I believe all of heaven is watching to see what you choose. To see what you choose. Do you choose to rise up or move out of the way? It's scary to be chosen by God. You got to like do stuff. <laughs> you got to pray for people that don't like him when they hurt their ankle on football fields. You got to, you got to go and hug somebody that you know doesn't like you. You, you have to pray for people. But I'm telling you, it's the best decision you will ever make in your entire life. That your, your fulfilling purpose is in him and him alone. That your purpose is in the Holy Spirit. That if you aren't going to rise up and you aren't going to get in your secret place, that you will stumble and fall. You will. It's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of time. If we're not filling our spirit, we're filling our flesh. If you're not filling your spirit, then your flesh man is just going to get bigger and bigger. You're just going to become filled with more pride. Jesus. 1 John 5.14 says... And we are confident that he hears us whenever we ask for anything that pleases him. He hears us today. And whenever we come to this altar, he's going to hear you because it pleases him. It pleases him. We're going to please the Holy Spirit today. We're going to please him. I'm going to share a story and then we're going to pray. My mom used to work on, um, in the ICU and the CCU at, the, at our hospital. And she texted me one day and she said, Hannah, which she never does this. And she was like, Hannah, pray for this girl. She's in a vegetative state. And we all know what that means. She's unresponsive. If they're in ICU, you know they're bad. 
She said, pray for her. And I was like, okay, mama, you pray for her and I'm going to pray for her. So I just, I just got down like this. I stopped what I was doing. I don't even remember what I was doing. I just remember getting down and I said, Holy Spirit, I pray that you would heal her. Go into that room and heal her body, Jesus. And we just ask this in your name, Holy Spirit. So I just prayed that. And three hours later, you know what? We're nothing special. You could be Mozart on the piano, but it's God who makes us something. It's the Holy Spirit in us. Because I'm telling you, me without the Holy Spirit is not good. Me without the Holy Spirit gossips, likes drama. It's kind of the opposite of who I am with the Spirit. The exact opposite. And I'm telling you, I got on my knees and I just said, Lord, you know, it wasn't anything I did. I just was obedient to what I felt the Holy Spirit telling me to do. And my mom called me three hours later. She said, Hannah, I don't know what just happened, but the girl just sat up and said Jesus was in the room. I was messed up. A lot of times we think we have to have to do something special. We have to, all right, just wait till I get to church. Or come, come here and let me just lay hands on you. And we got to shake them down. And we got to do this. And we got, but I'm telling you, he just wants you to be obedient. You don't have to be in the room. You don't have to be anywhere near it because it's not you that's doing it. You're the vessel. You're the one speaking it into existence. That's why we speak when we pray. Because we're speaking it. It says, we are confident that he hears us whenever we ask for anything that pleases him. And I'm telling you, it pleased him to go into that room and touch her body. It pleases him to be here today with us and to speak to our hearts and to to bind up everything that is not his will. Thank you for listening to the City Point Podcast. For more information, please visit us online at citypoint.tv or our Facebook page, City Point Church.